Welcome to the Hey Legal Quiz with me, Edith Forrest. The aim of this quiz is to provide some light-hearted entertainment during lockdown and beyond. I'll be asking 20 questions of leading Scottish legal figures, questions which give insight to their careers and their lives beyond the law. So let's begin. So we're joined now with uh, by Suzanne Tanner QC, who has kindly agreed to um, answer our quiz question. So hello, Suzanne, how are you? Hi, Edith, I'm very well, thanks, after getting roped into this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it won't be a, a painful task at all. We're really looking forward to your answers. Um, so we'll just get started um, with the first question, which is, if you weren't a lawyer, what would you be? I think I'd have done something um, around art or design because right through schools, the other thing that I always loved, I took art right up to sixth year. Um, I really enjoyed my sixth year studies art and all my summer holidays, actually, when I was doing law at uni, I went out and taught art in a summer camp in Maine. Um, And looking back, it was a difficult decision, actually, whether to apply for law or some kind of art degree. from the middle of kind of senior school I was still thinking about both of them and for some very old people who might be listening to this we had to do a jig cull career predictor test that you filled in the little boxes with an HP pencil and it printed out an old-fashioned computer printout and mine actually at the time when I would have been 13 or maybe 14 um, suggested the two most likely careers to be advocate or fashion designer so I always had that tension running through and I have managed over the years to keep some interest in art and a lot of it's time dependent though Mm -hmm. in terms of what you can actually fit in yeah so more of a hobby now than obviously yeah here. Um, yeah you still keep it up yeah when my son was younger I did a lot of artistic and crafty things with that with him but obviously yeah. he's well grown out of that at 15 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay um number question number two is did you have a nickname at school and if so what was it and why were you given it well, at one point in school, I did have a nickname kindly given by my friend Tessa, who I'm still very good friends with, which was, I think, in third year at school, um, I'd been on a family holiday to Portugal and got a bit carried away with a bottle of sun in spray, which is basically <laughs> bleach in a bottle, so a hair lightening spray. But I hadn't fully read the instructions and didn't realise every time I blew dry my hair, it would get lighter. So by the time I got back to school, it was very, very, very blonde and I got the nickname Mellow Yellow which stuck with me then I think for the rest of third year but thankfully not through the rest of school. <laughs> and it didn't stick with you through the rest of third year did you manage to? No I mean there were some hair disasters my mum's been sending me pictures during lockdown she's obviously clearing out and she keeps sending me pictures of my school perm the the combination of the perm and the sun in was not a good look (laughs) (laughs) oh dear Um, question number three is were you a swatty type at school that's quite a difficult question because I always loved school and I did work hard Um, I really liked all my subjects I just chose all the things that I really enjoyed so I had a spread across all the subjects but I was definitely a social butterfly as well so I always wanted to be where the parties were on and what was happening um, I played two instruments as well so I was in the orchestra and because of my interest in art I was always at the art and design centre 
Um, I was at George Watson's in Edinburgh, which was a great school, um, mm. and I really enjoyed my school days. So I don't think anyone would say that I was a swat, but they all knew that I did well. <laughs> so uh, a bit of both, I think. Yeah, all right. Um, question number four is, what was your first job? My very first job was for the paper shop at the end of the roads down in Creek Locker in Edinburgh, which was six days a week on my bike, delivering papers, the Edinburgh Evening News. And I think I got paid something like £12 a week. So that was a lot of work for the money yeah. and the commitment of six days. Um, I can't remember how long I did it for but I do remember when it was really pouring asking my mum to drive me around to <laughs> deliver the papers um, but after that my mum actually bought a shop um, in Collington Village um, she had a pet supply shop called Pets Pantry so I actually worked there for a couple of years that's how I made my Saturday money to buy clothes and makeup and go out. Mm-hmm. Wow okay um, question number five is how do you define success? Well, that's a difficult question. Um, I think it's probably something I would see as an ongoing thing rather than reaching a particular point. Um, I think in careers like ours, actually, things change and develop so much and there's always something else to learn, um, new opportunity. Your career can go for ways that you didn't imagine. So overall, I think maybe just feeling like you've done something good and used your skills to make a difference. Okay. All right. Good answer. Um, Question number six is, what is your favourite drink? Well, on the non-alcoholic side, um, I like carrot juice with ginger, which is my post-gym drink. Um, But... If I'm out and having a, a drink or now in the house during this lockdown period, um, I like a nice glass of rosé wine um, or I like a classic cosmopolitan if I'm out in a nice bar. Okay. <laughs> uh, question number seven. What don't you like about your job? I think really it's probably the fact that as self-employed practitioners, there's an awful lot of business around doing what you're doing in the law so there's a lot of admin um, and just general admin and paperwork that takes quite a lot of time and it's difficult to fit in if you're submerged in research or a case or other work so yeah it's probably running the business and having to do it all yourself yeah I think probably lawyers are not great business people I maybe that's maybe probably that's, not but I, I get the question <laughs> I'm not keen on admin and in fact, one of my least favourite tasks is doing fee notes, which you would think is would be the, the, the good part. The purpose. Yes. Yeah, I just think yeah. that's tedious. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, question number eight is, which was your most memorable case to date? This is a really difficult one because I've just done so many interesting cases over the years, um, 20 years this year since I came to the bar in Scotland. Um, So lots of interesting civil and criminal cases. But the one that stands out as being a bit different from all the rest was when I was instructed as part of the team to represent the families of two young ladies who were sadly killed when they were knocked down by a driver in Glasgow. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was part of the 
team seeking the authority to bring a private prosecution against them. And it was the first time for decades that such an application had been made. So just in terms of the research and work involved in the teamwork and what we were trying to do, um, and we managed to get special legal aid um, for the case to enable us to take it to the point that we did. And unfortunately, we weren't successful with the application, but I do feel that we did our best um, uh, and I feel like if it had been successful, that really would have made a difference. But even in the absence of success, it was a really memorable case to be involved with. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that case. Yeah, very difficult. Um, question number uh, nine is, tell me one thing that, that would surprise me about you. Well, I'm not known for my love of things like camping or <laughs> spending lots of time outdoors but I went on a one month overland trip around Africa on a truck with a rucksack um, and staying in tents on campsites. Um, I went with my sister and we were part of a small group, I think there were about 12 of us from all around the world. I'd actually won the holiday um, as a prize in, an, in a magazine and the body shop paid for it and sent all these amazing products to take with us. Um, so it, it was a fantastic opportunity. We were terrible at putting up the tent. I didn't love all the aspects of camping. Um, I don't think anyone would ever take me someone that would really particularly choose to go on a holiday in a tent, but actually it meant we got to see places that we would never have gone to down the Okavanga Delta in canoes under the thing. That was actually that was the year I um, started at the bar, either my diffling year or the year I called that we went. And I, I'd actually love to do another trip a bit like that. Mm. But my sister and I both agreed that if we go the next time, we'll upgrade to at least one of the huts <laughs> on the campsites <laughs> rather than trying to pitch the tent every night. Oh, that sounds amazing, though. It was amazing. <laughs> A great opportunity to see, yeah. just to do something that you never ordinarily would. And amazing that you won the competition. Amazing, yeah. Just because you always, I always assume nobody wins it or somebody's fixed up or whatever. So I know. to actually meet someone that's actually won one of these competitions is something in itself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, what, question number 10 is, what traits in others irritate you the most? I think I like, people to be on time I probably am a bit naggy about it with my family <laughs> um, I, I like the old days when you used to arrange to meet people and we didn't have mobile phones and you just turned up on time yeah. I, I think what I find a bit annoying is if you're sitting waiting for someone then you get the constant stream of text telling you where they are and why they're not there yeah so probably that <laughs> yeah I know it's amazing when you think back to when we didn't have phones how did we ever manage to meet people but we did and it, it worked we just made plans yeah I just said to them that was the key wasn't it well I don't think I got a phone I was trying to tell my son when I got my first phone and I think I must have been I might even have been 20 Right. I, was, I think it was when I was doing my postgrad. Um, I don't think I had a phone at all during my degree, mm -hmm. which seems amazing that I managed the whole of university and school with no telephone. <laughs> but it's just such an integral part of our lives now. I know, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, question number 11. Favourite flavour of crisps? Well, um, I'm vegan, so... <laughs> 
I don't really eat crisps or snack. Um, I like, there's a new brand that is being sold everywhere just now of lentil chips. So I would eat those if I wanted a crisp type thing. Um, but I was always known in Crown Office for loving a celery stick. Really? <laughs> I got slacked <laughs> off for that. So I'd probably rather go for celery than a packet of crisps. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, question number 12 is what book would you recommend everyone should read? I, I read a lot of books. I'm in a, an amazing book group that I was one of the original members. We started it when I moved to my current house um, 16 years ago with a group of ladies and we've stayed together through all the years. A few people have left and a few joined but we've got a solid core of 10 of us nice. we meet once a month and we have done for all the years so we actually started a journal a few years back because we'd lost track of all the books we'd read through some of the years but this month has actually been amazing um we're reading azar nafizi's book called reading lolita and tehran okay. um and she's a an English professor and writer who's lived in both uh, iran and america mm-hmm. and is I mean, there's lots of themes, but it's just such an interesting book because it's around the value of fiction and reading fiction and having time to enjoy books. Yeah. So we read that one and now I've got her next book, The Republican Imagination on Audible, and I've been listening to that when I've been out walking. Mm-hmm. Um, it, she doesn't read it. She read the foreword and someone else reads the book. Um, but I'd recommend either of them. They've both been fantastic books. All right. Sounds really interesting. Yeah. And good as you say to have the time to have to be able to read them later. Yes. Yeah. Um, question thirteen: um, Do you have any irrational fears? Not really. No. I don't. I don't no, I'm not really scared of anything. That's good. So no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> question fourteen: What what's your oldest pair of shoes? This one I'm not sure about. I, I did have a bit of a shoe clean out a few years ago, but I still have a lot of shoes. There is uh, someone in the house doing work recently um, before the lockdown started and walked into the room, which is my dressing room, really. I mean, it should be a bedroom, but it's just full of clothes and shoes. Um, but I think amongst them, there's my there's definitely my wedding shoes, mm-hmm. um, which are a nice pair of sandals from Gina which I have worn again so that's 2003 right I don't know if there's anything predating that okay that's quite a no pair of shoes but obviously a very um precious pair of shoes yes yeah yeah um question number 15 who has had the biggest influence on your career in law I don't think it's one person. I mean, I think the nice thing about coming to the bar is how generous people are with their time. And, you know, you you have a fantastic relationship with your own devil masters and you learn so much from being with them. But then I actually think that if you think about all the cases that we do Mm -hmm. with people throughout our career, and not just people that you're necessarily working with, but people on the other sides of cases, because there is a there is a camaraderie. I mean, obviously not everyone is friends with everyone else, but I would say that I've found everyone to be really supportive over the years. And that doesn't matter whether you're junior counsel or senior counsel. Um, 
So I think that's one of the great things about the bar is actually learning from other people by seeing them do their thing, by working with them. Mm-hmm. And I hope that I've managed to cultivate some of the same sort of relationships with juniors since I took Silk, as I was lucky enough to experience when I worked through the ranks of the junior bar. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, question 16 is, what is your favourite chocolate bar? We'll have to go back to the crisps question again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't eat chocolate I can't. Um, I do like like naked bars and deliciously Ella bars if I'm looking for something to have with a coffee, but not chocolate for not me. Chocolate. <laughs> Actually, Tommy Ross, when he did, his, Tommy's vegan as well. Um, I think quite recently gone from vegetarian to vegan but he uh-huh. and maybe I shouldn't put, maybe I shouldn't say this because you might know the real answer but he seems to think he can eat fries chocolate his, his daughter tells him that fries chocolate is all right you know the it's kind of fondant and you get different flavors but we'll maybe just not check that one we out. might not yeah there are some <laughs> cho- there are some non-dairy chocolate bars now but I wouldn't really look for one of them it's not it's like having fake cheese Right. It's not the same as enjoying a cheese board. I do yeah. miss cheese. <laughs> but I've been vegan for a few years now. <laughs> oh, sure. All right. Um, question 17 is, what's the fanciest event you've ever been to? I don't know. I was trying to think if it would have been some kind of big charity event or somebody's wedding. Um, I'm very lucky. I get to go to a lot of events. Um, I go to lots of charity events as well. Um, I can't actually think of one that's particularly fancy. In terms of special, um, I'm involved in the Committee of Action for Children in Scotland mm-hmm. and we organise a big event every year. And unfortunately, this year's has just been cancelled mm-hmm. um, or postponed. We'll, yeah. we'll arrange it as soon as it's safe to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's been a wonderful event. that has been running for years. It started at Harvey Nicks um, and then it outgrew the space. So we've had it at Sheraton for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And it's a great fun night um, mainly uh, ladies but it's expanded out now that the event's grown um, and we've got a, a male has joined the committee and invited lots of friends which has changed the event so this year it's called Raise the Roof for Action for Children and it's going to be a mass night with music uh, and fundraising so hopefully we can rearrange that in 2020 but if not it will be next year yeah, I hope so sounds great, very worthwhile cause um, question 18 what quirks do you have if I'm in a room I like the door to be closed <laughs> I don't mind if the windows are open but I just like to feel like I'm enclosed in the room um, so I get slagged off about it by my lovely husband and son but I particularly if I'm lying in bed reading a book I just like the door closed okay <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's Feng Shui, I don't know. (laughs) Question 19, what is the best piece of advice that you've ever been given? Probably just from my parents growing up, which is to do what you love. They never ever told me or my brother or sister what to do. I think they just brought us all up to be independent young people and let us choose our own way. We're massively supportive and I think I've definitely carried that with me through my life. They're still massively supportive and I'm looking forward to actually being able to see them again in person because they're just down the road. Um, Mm -hmm. But hopefully next week, once the restrictions are 
the lifted a bit. Definitely, definitely. Um, question 20 is, what job would you be terrible at? Well, if my efforts in the garden over the last few weeks are anything to go by, I would say gardening. <laughs> but luckily I've got a very nice neighbour who delivered some pots and advice yesterday to the front doorstep so that I don't kill anything else. Dear. <laughs> I don't. I'm sure it's not as bad as that. Things aren't doing that well in my care, and I've also got hay fever, so probably the garden would not be my natural habitat. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, question number twenty-one: What is the weirdest talent you have? I don't think I've got any weird talents. No. I, um, no. I mean, I've added to my talent talents by learning how to make a couple of cocktails during lockdown and stocking <laughs> up on ingredients at home so I can make a really nice Cosmo at home now okay <laughs> <laughs> that's certainly a, new, a talent um, and then the final question Suzanne is what have you enjoyed most about lockdown I think I've just enjoyed having some time mm-hmm. I, I love being busy and I am really busy normally, but it's just been nice to have time to enjoy my own house. I'd realised that actually I sort of passed through the house in a normal life or what was normal life because I'm working and travelling so much and then out and at the gym, yoga, meeting friends, book club and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I am missing all those things, but the flip side is having a bit of time to actually enjoy being at home catching up with people and, and ironically you can catch up with more people even if it's not in person mm-hmm. um, and just uh, learning and doing having the time to do things that sometimes you feel like you're trying to shove into an already busy week yeah absolutely yeah I felt the same I kind of I'm never at home during the day and um, it just seems very weird or it did at the start but yeah settled it becomes it. normal yeah yeah well, thank you so much. Those were really great um, answers and um, a really good insight into you and your your life that we might otherwise not uh, have learned. So thank you so much for the time you've taken to, to do that. Uh, Suzanne, before you go, um, if I could just ask you to nominate someone else to, to take the quiz. Well, having been nominated by Roddy and having this wonderful experience, <laughs> I've got pleasure to nominate Angela Graham QC. All right, I'm sure she'll uh, take up that challenge. Uh, I'm sure she'll be delighted with me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Suzanne, and um, enjoy enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your day and the sun. Thank you so much. All right, bye for now. Thanks, bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Hey Legal Quiz. We are releasing more episodes weekly, so please sign up for free to Hey Legal on our website to access our free content, legal updates and more. Plus follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram and on all podcasting platforms.